So welcome to Wild Woman. Uh, today we have Meryl. You are pronounce it right? Yeah. Yes, you do. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and so my best friend told me to look you up because she met you in Bali on the Self Love yes. Retreat, which is interesting because I went to the Self Love Retreat in Bali, but like a year before you. Yeah. So how did you find that retreat? Oh, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was very transformative. I do have to say, I've never been this much out of my comfort zone. Mm, yes, oh my god. <laughs> but it's, it was good. Like, like already like traveling on your own to Bali is like a thing. At least it was for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then going on a retreat with like so many amazing women. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. And what pushed you to go there? Um, it's funny because I, I, I wanted to go on a retreat for a little while and then I visited this event, uh, where the retreat was announced for the first time and you could sign up. Uh, it was when, the self-love summit, wasn't it? Yes, it was, it was, it was announced. And then at the end, like you could sign up. So, and something just said to me, like, do it, like, just mm -hmm. go for it. Um, I'm never really like an impulsive person but okay. at this point I was like okay let's just let's just do this um <laughs> so like I think it was like six months before uh actually going to Bali that I signed up um, wow. so it was a long way but I I loved it <laughs> yeah no that's amazing that's actually exactly how I signed up for it as well I love that <laughs> so my friend told me that you're a little bit into like spirituality and astrology. So um, how would you describe the law of attraction to someone that's new to spirituality? Um, I actually made a video about this, so I should, hmm. I should get this right. <laughs> so how I would describe it is that, so what I think is that with our mind, we can, we think about things, we look, about, we look at things in a certain way and there's one powerful sentence that I always live by, and that's what you focus on expands. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing for me, especially in the law of attraction, that I'm like, this is it. So focusing on the things that you want, for example, like a little bit before I met the guy that I'm in a relationship with now, I envisioned this person, you know, those kind of things. Or you envision like, maybe like a house you want to live in or you focus on the thing that you want, not the thing that you don't want, which is mm -hmm. something that happens often. Like I, I'm also not perfect at it. Like sometimes I get scared and I'm like focusing on things that I don't want, but I've been experiencing that it can be very powerful to put your focus on the things yeah, that you want to have in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember during my uh, life coach training, they told us mm. that the brain, like your subconscious mind only yeah. registers like the can't. So if you say like, oh, I can't do mm. this because like I need this, it'll only register the can't. So like you always have to switch it up to a more positive yeah. um, phrase, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that absolutely and you said you started your business right so how is that going i haven't fully launched it yet i started with it like a little bit like at the start of quarantine but like of course as you may know like starting a business there's many things that come to it <laughs> um so i'm just slowly 
getting into it like you know it's not only the fun part it's also like the taxes and stuff <laughs> that you need to learn about so i've been doing a business program which helped me to really get an idea of how to set up my own business mm -hmm. uh, so that's what i've been busy with the past months um, but what my business will be all about is personal growth spiritual growth and i'm going to uh, train to be a life coach you know, I can't call myself a, myself a life coach right now, but I just wanted to have like a little bit of background. So I'm going to do a program in October this year. Um, and then I think towards the end of the year, I'll be taking like official clients. And in the meantime, I might launch some online products um, so people can like work with it themselves. That's awesome. And yeah. what pushed you towards like that field? So I think I started like my own like personal growth journey about like three, three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, along that journey, I've always had this feeling of like, I need to like pass this message. I need to help other people. Um, I've always been very, very passionate about it. So there was just something that was telling me like, you need to do more with this. That's what was constantly going through my mind. And then right now, at the beginning of this year, I had a conversation with my therapists and something came up about like my studies that I, I felt stuck. I felt like limited. Um, mm. Something was just not right because I was studying uh, events. Oh. So at that point, I started thinking and like deep down in my heart, I already knew what the solution was. But I started thinking and I knew that this career was something that I wanted to pursue at some point, probably. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. And then I've been thinking about for like a month or so. I came back from Bali and after Bali, I had to start an internship. And I've done it for a week. And then I was like 100% sure, like, this is not oh, me. Wow. Like, I wanted to see it, how it was like in real life, like, you know, mm -hmm. the work. And after a week, I could tell like, this is not for me. So I quit and uh, yeah, now I'm going on this total new journey. Yeah, that's incredible because not everybody would have the courage to like drop everything mm. and change. Yeah, like can you imagine me quitting that like with quarantine going on? Like it was crazy. <laughs> I of course didn't knew it was going to happen. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And one thing that does interest me is you did say that you manifested your current boyfriend. So what did you do to get him? <laughs> well, I, it, I've never really thought about it in detail, but I think in my mind, I was just picturing, like before I would just think like, oh, why am I alone? Why I, is nobody liking me? Like all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think at some point I switched to like that I believed that I could find someone that would like would compliment me like mm -hmm. like you're both one person but then you come together and it's like even better. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there's someone out there for me. I know that it's possible. Mm -hmm. um, and moving from uh, relationships or drama and it's stupid and I'll never find someone just to like, oh, there is someone out there for me. I know I can make this work. I, I think it was just that shift mm -hmm. uh, in the way of thinking. And then, of course, you can think of like, think of like qualities that you want someone mm -hmm. to have. So yeah, I think that's what, what mainly happened for me. So it's basically like 
reprogramming your beliefs around love. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. We all have these beliefs about it. We all do. And I totally think that at that point, it was like, it changed for me. I changed my own beliefs. And that was why I was able to like, find something like that. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So I was wondering, for someone that's like at the beginning of their self-love journey and their self-growth, what advice would you give them? Like where to start? I have always, I, I think about this more often because in the end, I want to help people that are at the start. I think a good start is gratitude. Okay. Because it's so easy. You can do it at any time. And I think it really helps to like, yeah, raise some awareness and just be thankful. You know, it's, it's a small thing and you can practice in many ways. But I think it's just really good to acknowledge the things that you have to, and not only like physical things, like everything, like relationship, the sun being out, like it's easy as that. Mm-hmm. And I've just been really, yeah, really passionate about that because I think that it's very accessible for anyone to practice gratitude. Um, so that's why I think that I would say like, that's a good start. But of course, there are many more subjects like self-love, self-care, uh, meditation is of course a big one. Mm-hmm. so yeah there there's there's a lot and it's it's always good like when you're at the beginning to start small <laughs> what kind of stuff do you do for yourself to like really continue on that journey you know what's funny I because I want to start a business mm-hmm. I have been thinking like how am I showing up mm-hmm. so that's why I was even more like looking at like, what am I doing actually right now for myself? And I was like, hmm, maybe I can do better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But definitely like journaling, uh, Mm -hmm. setting intentions, um, still practicing gratitude. Uh, I feel like over time, gratitude is just something that goes like automatic for me. (laughs) Yeah. But I still do it. And I have been recently, only recently going into yoga, which I really love. Meditation I have done for a long time. I'm, I'm not so consistent still. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> but uh, I always try to like go on with that practice. Yeah, I just try to spend time on like practicing self-care in like a various of ways. It's not always the pretty things. <laughs> it's also like pushing yourself, managing things. There's, there's many things that come to it. Yeah, I feel like a a big part of it is also like accountability with yourself. Yeah. And calling yourself out when needs be. Yeah, exactly. It's um it's not yeah, like like I said, it's not always only the pretty stuff. It's like accountability. It's like and sometimes even like meditating or journaling can be like a hard thing when you're not feeling like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's 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 important that we keep uh keep our focus on self-care definitely Mm -hmm. oh I agree with you (laughs) (laughs) who do you look up to like what are your inspirations oh that's always a good one so there are a a few people in the field um and one of them is of course Mel you know her Mm -hmm. um she she has been a big inspiration um and I remember a bit of like the beginning of my journey Mm-hmm. And this is funny because she's also called Mel, but Mel Robbins. <laughs> um, I in, at the beginning when I started my personal growth journey, I watched a lot of her videos, <laughs> so I've loved seeing her as well. And then yeah, somehow when people ask me like, 
who do I look up to? And then this is maybe not in the field of like personal growth, but just my grandmother. Mm-hmm. She's not here anymore, but she's like the person that's like the biggest example of like, this is who I want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just this sweet, loving, kind person with a warm heart and like cooks amazing. <laughs> No, I think you're right. I think it's really important to have like people in your life that you mm. do look up to and that inspires yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now she may not be here anymore. But for example, like my auntie, she's just like her. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom as well. So yeah, it's definitely good to have people around you as well that like you can look up to or like you see as an example or yeah, I think that's uh, that's really powerful. And I've seen on your Instagram that you travel a lot. So what parts does that play in your life? And is it part of your self-love journey as well? It's been important for me, for sure. Yeah, whenever I was like a teenager, I think, I, I just got really into like discovering new places. I remember I've been in high school and then we went on this project in India Mm. I was like how old was I maybe like 16 or something I went to India <laughs> that's amazing um, I've been to uh, uh, Cape Town to do a project now uh, well these are like my faraway travels I've done lots of travel in Europe <laughs> but I was just always always very passionate about like discovering new places and something inside me makes me just like you know, when you have this little thing like burning mm-hmm. uh, inside of you, like, yeah, yeah, I love to, I love to discover new places, like cultures, new people, and just the whole journey, I guess. And I think also, like, whenever I go to a new place, you also have this new part of yourself in which you grow, I guess. Like, you never return with anything like new things you've learned. Mm-hmm. Um so I think I've I've always been able to like come back with like new experiences. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Every time I travel, I feel when I come back, I'm more alive. Mm, love that. Yeah. The last few years I've been discovering that like just one powerful journey to, to, to a new place. And if that's like once a year, twice a year, that's already fine. Like, I don't have to go every few weeks mm-hmm. to, like, another country or whatever. And also, like, there's lots to discover in our own countries as well. Yes, like, yeah. I've always had the idea, like, my country is, like, nothing. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's, like, what can I find here? But I really love, like, going just in nature, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think that's very powerful as well. Yeah, Netherlands, I don't know. I always had the idea, like, what, what can we discover here? But, you know, there's little cute places everywhere Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just need to appreciate it more i love like taking days just to actually be the tourist in your own city and discover new things oh yeah absolutely i love that like just discovering new cute coffee spots or whatever Mm -hmm. like part of nature new beach you know that's lovely as well yeah so on your Instagram, and I think it's really, really important in general to like really think about like what's your purpose. And so what are the best way to discover that? That's a really good question, actually. And I'm now thinking about like how I discovered it. 
But I think the biggest thing, and actually my last um, my last Instagram post was about this. I think the biggest thing is to go within your body. Um, because one thing I mentioned there is like all truths can be found within our bodies, I believe. Mm-hmm. And if you're at the start of your personal growth journey, this might sound a bit woo-hoo. <laughs> but <laughs> I believe like all fruits can be found within the body. And um, I think it is a combination of just doing different kinds of things, trying different kinds of things, seeing what makes you feel like that little fire is burning, you know? Mm-hmm. What makes you feel passionate? What makes you feel enthusiastic? Like I sometimes had conversations with people about like personal growth and I was just so enthusiastic like I like say like I would talk about my studies and like personal growth it was like from this to I am excited (laughs) so that's why I knew that this is something you know for me that I'm passionate about that is my purpose and I think it is a combination of like trying all these things and seeing what what lits you up But then also like feeling in your heart, like, is this true for me? You know, we we can think so many things with our mind, but like actually like moving into the heart space and like asking like, what is, what is it for me? Like, is this, is this true for me? Um, I think that's very powerful to get to know your purpose. I've recently like posted about this, but I feel a lot of people are either like confused between what their minds want and what mm-hmm. their heart wants. And then yeah. there's also like the soul. So what is, what is the soul for you? I think the soul would definitely like be more connected to our hearts mm-hmm. um, when you would ask me. And I feel like the soul is almost like in our hearts mm-hmm. because like the mind always feels like stressful let's say, mm-hmm. but like within the heart, within the soul, you feel calm. Like ask yourself, like, is it like a stressful thinking, like feeling, or is it like calm? Mm-hmm. And that's when I know, like it comes from your soul, it comes from your heart. But yeah, I definitely think like our souls are very connected to our heart. And it's just something that, that like we truly are. Like we live in this body, we have thoughts in our head, but that's not who we actually are. Like the soul is actually who we are. Yeah. Yeah. I love how like sometimes like our thought keeps spinning and then our heart mm-hmm. wants something even though we know like sometimes it's not the best for me. And something mm-hmm. that my therapist always asks me is like, so what's your wise mind? So that would be like um, where the heart and the head connects. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's really cool. I think that's like a really good combination of both Mm -hmm. because of course we can't live without our heads as well like we need our mind but I think it just can be very like overwhelming Mm -hmm. what's going on in our minds but like seeing if there's like like a midway somewhere Mm -hmm. between the heart and the mind that's beautiful and I think part of um like finding out your purpose and then like figuring out how to listen to your soul comes also with mm. authenticity. So for me, I think it's just really daring to be yourself. Mm. And I think deep down, we all know who we truly are. And that's what I said as well. Like it comes back to the body. It comes back to like that feeling within. 
like I believe we all know truly who we are or who we want to be mm-hmm. like we're also not going to be the same person for our whole lives but like we all know like that soul that we are so I think it's really trying to let go of all the beliefs that you have to be a certain way you have to like present this way because other people think this or that you know and it's difficult like it's not something that's easy to be like 100% yourself and like review everything like I'm still on a journey as well like as especially when you go into like new stages like right now I'm moving towards this like new career and that's scary mm-hmm. um, and that also makes me want to almost want to like portray as a different person but mm-hmm. I know that's especially in this career important to like review more and more of who I actually am so it's just very interesting because um, I think a lot of us try to be a certain person because we think we need to be that person you know what I mean and I think you know luckily a lot of us like work on ourselves and like we know that's not the way to be but I think there are a lot of people out there that still believe that or are not Mm -hmm. even like aware of it but yeah to be your true authentic self is to just be able to let everything go let all the beliefs go don't care about what anyone says and just be that person that you are right now mm-hmm. and oh, that sounds it. on one way very simple and on <laughs> one way very difficult <laughs> I mean yes because society yeah doesn't make that easy yeah and I think it also connects to something like I learned this week or I've been thinking about this week we all have our own perspectives on life mm-hmm. on other people we all have our own perspectives on like everything so if we're gonna measure with each other all the time like what are we gonna end up as so I think it's just really important to be aware of that because there's a lot about like comparison like you just said mm. how can you like build yourself up while still building others up I think it just begins with self-love, learning how to love yourself, learning to accept yourself. Because when you reach a place of self-love, you'll never take others down again. Mm. Because you know what you're worth. Mm -hmm. And with that, you also realize that somebody in their own true power is their worth. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe. So that's why I would say like, Focus on self-love, focus on yourself. And with that comes the other person as well. I think there's one thing that's um, interesting, especially for people like going on their like personal growth journeys. Mm -hmm. And I touched upon it a little bit because I said like, sometimes it's going to be very overwhelming. Like there's so much stuff out there and um, just start little, start doing small practices or like also just, changed up like see what fits best for you maybe you're someone that likes to journal maybe you're someone that likes to meditate maybe you're someone that's into like other spiritual practices maybe you love yoga maybe you just want to practice being more open towards people around you um like there's so many ways in which you can practice personal growth also like podcasts are amazing for this Mm -hmm. there's so many podcasts out there and with that, I would just say, like, see see what you like. See what feels good for you. And, um, you know, I remember, <laughs> that's also funny, because I remember uh, when I started my personal growth journey and when I 
got into this membership like some people were talking about like these spiritual practices and I was like, oh, that's, that's like the part I'm never getting, getting into. <laughs> and it was about like crystals, astrology, mm-hmm. like all those kind of things, um, like tarot. And now I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I was always thinking like, oh no, I'm just here for the self-love and for creativity and whatever. And then I just got more and more and more into it over time. And now I love every part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, it's really a journey as well. Like you don't have to go into everything at once. Just enjoy the journey and see what feels good for you. Mm-hmm. And one thing that people uh, often tell me is they're not sure what they do like. Because, like, for example, like, they had an eating disorders for so many years. Mm-hmm. And then once they start recovery, they're like, okay, well, who am I without it? So yeah. do you have any, like, advice for that? I I totally get that. Because, like, food obsession is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I've had, like, a big eating disorder myself. But I, I've had, like, experience, like, binging and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know how it works. Um and I know what it kind of feels like, and it really takes over. Yeah. Um, so I think what I would advise for people that have been experiencing these kind of things and like coming out to it as like this new person, like who am mm-hmm. I, um, mm-hmm. where to go from now, I would say practice to listen to your body. Like I, I'm of course not sure how it's gonna feel for someone like that but I would say practice listening to your body see what your heart is telling you and also like I say see what kind of like practices feel good for you and really really take it easy like because I think something like that can be very overwhelming Mm -hmm. like the experiences you've had were very overwhelming so I would say like take it very easy and also big one don't beat yourself up that's that's a big one because i know that's something you do when you have an eating disorder and that's something you can do as well on your personal growth journey Mm -hmm. like say you've reached a certain goal or you've been practicing really well and another week you don't you're going to be mad at yourself yeah and you feel like you're never doing enough yeah and i think that's the power to like say like you know what that's okay and yeah just not beat yourself up for those kind of things Mm -hmm. that's a definitely good reminder for for people like that yeah and you've taught you said that you had some experiences uh with food struggles and Mm -hmm. how did you overcome that so what happened for me is that i was just a little bit heavier when i was like about 16. um like i was not overweight or something but like you could see i had a little bit more uh body weight what happened is that I just started dieting, mm. you know, like a lot of people would do. <laughs> um, so I started dieting. Only the thing that happens sometimes for a lot of people when you start dieting is you get into this like circle of like mm. dieting, gaining the weight again, wanting to diet again, and then in between like binging, calorie counting, um, getting yourself crazy. And at some point I was experiencing like these like binge days and I was like, why, 
why am I doing this? Like something inside of me told me like to just Google it and see what comes up because I, I, I like, I kind of knew what it was. Like I knew yeah, binge eating, like we know what it is, but I was like, how does this work? So I Googled it and every website I got on said, stop dieting. <laughs> and as my mind didn't quite like that, I did try to do it. And of course that didn't happen within one week. Uh, I think a few months passed, but after those few months, I really felt like I didn't want to like control anymore. And like, I'm going to have like a note to this because like, I know for a lot of people that experience these eating disorders, like it takes way longer to recover or mm -hmm. to even come close. Yeah. But for me that happened within like a few months and I noticed that I didn't want to like control anymore. I also in that time worked on self-love. Uh, because it was like about the same time that I got into that journey. Um, so the combination of like loving myself and loving my body for like what it is and just letting go of all the control around food helped me to, yeah, to kind of heal that. But what happened later, uh, later is that I got IBS. Uh. So much fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's something I'm still healing at the moment. Um, and with that, also comes new challenges because when you experience something like IBS, for example, uh, you might not be able to take certain foods, mm -hmm. which makes you feel triggered as well because yeah. then it's like, oh, I'm restricted again. It's definitely interesting and it's it's sometimes hard to, to deal with that. Um, so I've had my second journey in that as well. <laughs> um, but it's really interesting. And I think that um, again here, it's like, we should not beat ourselves up too much. It's, it's really a journey you go on. And sometimes that can take a long time, um, but it's definitely worth it. But it's a beautiful journey you go on. And it's really about like healing your body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of people with chronic illnesses sometimes feel like their body is against them. Mm -hmm. That makes it hard for the like, yeah. self-love journey. So what advice yeah. would you have for someone that's yeah. kind of in the same situation as you i think you know it's funny because you said it and i was like that was just what i used to think mm -hmm. um i used to think that like you know me and my body are not one like my body's just doing this stupid thing and i'm just like i want to go the other way mm -hmm. but i think it starts with like being one really and thinking like my body's trying to protect me and just acknowledging that um because in the end you're just one body like working together like body and mind if people don't know this like your bowel and your mind are like so similar so it's definitely stress reduction mm -hmm. is is a very important one what i've been able to learn as well is just to really listen to my body and that takes time and it takes time to find out what things you can do when you experience something like IBS and like sometimes you need to visit a doctor sometimes you need to visit a naturopath yeah there's like not one one solution to it because everyone's body is different everyone's chronic illness is different definitely don't think that's like your body against you like you are one and your body's trying to protect you and do the best for you that it can and by already thinking that you will 
lower that stress level. Yeah, I think that's a problem with diets, right? Is a, It's a mm. one-size-fits-all when everybody is yeah. different, which yeah. is why like, I always talk about intuitive eating. Oh, yes. So Big one. Yeah, it, that's, that's exactly it. And that's why I'm never going to do any diet or like lifestyle or whatever. I'm just going to eat what I feel like and what my body feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that is challenging as well because you have to find out everything for yourself mm-hmm. but in the end like it takes time but it's going to give you the best results within the relationship with your body with food with everything yeah yeah and it, it like you said yourself it's a journey yeah it's a journey absolutely well thank you so much for like doing this with us I'm so happy we did. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's so many incredible subjects and so important in today's. Yes, absolutely. Is there any last advice or words of encouragement you would like to say to our listeners? Yes, absolutely. With this journey, take it easy. See what you like. And also, that's like an encouragement, but also like a warning. Mm-hmm. This is a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it doesn't have an end goal. It's mm-hmm. continuous. And you should be able to enjoy it. Yeah, so baby steps. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>